You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Best in the World Sports Report. You know we talk Philly sports here every week. Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, Eagles, colleges, whatever. But you know, you can't... You Look, we're called the Best in the World Sports Report. You know why we call ourselves the best in the world sports report. It's because we're wrestling fans. And if you're a wrestling fan, you know who call, who used to call himself the best in the world. He used to wrestle a lot at this event that's happening this weekend called WrestleMania. But he won't be at this WrestleMania. But hey, that's, that's neither here nor there. So, since we're talking wrestling this week call you know who we had to bring in ladies and gentlemen all the way from the lehigh valley we call him triple v because he's vicious he's got venom and he's very very dangerous ladies and gentlemen triple v vince villani what's happening brother jb it's good to be back on the best in the world sports report and yeah you did mention uh cm punk uh, the best in the world. I don't think he'll ever be at another WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever have to worry about him uh, being on Wrestle on, on WrestleMania ever again. Uh, but then, you know, you can never say never. Look, there's one thing Vince will do. It's it is bur- bury the hatchet so oh, he can sure. make a make a quick buck. So. Well, sure, and it was a great decision to bring Kurt Angle back uh, to put him in the Hall of Fame this weekend because he's one of the greatest of all time. So. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, so look, man, are you excited about WrestleMania this weekend? Are you, you know, there, look, I've had my moments over probably the last year with WWE where there's just been times when it's just really not been very interesting to me. It struggled to hold my attention at some times, you know, some of these storylines seem to be a little regurgitated, a little, little stale, but there are also, there, there also been some good things. You know, there's been some, some things that I've looked forward to. So I asked you triple V, how excited are you for this year's WrestleMania? Well, it's funny. A year ago, uh, I was pretty jacked about it when they said they were going to Orlando, and I actually took off the entire week from work because I planned on going. Uh-huh. And then about <laughs> two months ago, I found out that I was going to have to have like a minor surgery, which I had on Tuesday. So I'm actually just going to be hanging here in Pennsylvania, watching it at home with friends. But honestly, after looking at how the card shaped up uh, on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most excited. It's probably around a four or a five. Um, just a lot of the matchups, they don't really blow my skirt up, as our buddy Bruce Cunningham used to say. Yes. Um, I don't know. Like I just thought it was a huge mistake putting the Universal title on Goldberg to begin with. I would have rather had them keep it on Kevin Owens and then have the return of Finn Balor and have Finn Balor's first match back be against somebody like Kevin Owens you know, for the universal title, because Balor never lost the title. He had to relinquish it because of the shoulder injury. But, you know, I understand what they're trying to do. You know, they're giving Goldberg one last run. They'll put him in the Hall of Fame probably next year. Brock Lesnar, they're going to put the the rumors are he's going to win the title. Uh, They'll have the title on him for maybe even a full year, I'm hearing, until next year's WrestleMania. 
Um, I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of that matchup, but I, I understand why they're doing it. Kevin Owens against Chris Jericho has one of the best builds of any feud of all time, and I think that's one of the, the highlights of the show. Um, I don't know. I want to get your thoughts, but I, I kind of think Kevin Owens has been like the best heel on the, in the company for the last year. Kevin Owens has been the best heel, and I think what I what I like about that whole feud was the fact that it was brilliantly obvious when they became when when they went with the whole Kevin Owens Chris Jericho best friends yeah. angle. You, the, the, the festival of friendship. Yeah, you knew how it was going to end. Sure. You know, that was, you know, it's like, that's not even a secret. A little kid knew that at some point in time, Kevin Owens was going to double cross Chris Jericho. And it was like every week you're waiting for it. Like, will this be the week? And then it finally happened. And now it's like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I, I want to see what happens, even though it was like when it started, I felt like you I knew how this was going to play out. So yeah, uh, for me, I, I guess sort of like how you what you said about Goldberg and Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. I kind of feel the same way about the United States Championship being involved. Like I think this is this is an angle that doesn't need a title to be you know involved in it. But uh. I, you know, I'm still excited. I still want to see this. Like I, I, like for me, I feel like once after, after this angle, after Owens and Jericho fight, I feel like Kevin Owens needs to go right back to chasing the Universal Championship. Like I don't want to see Kevin Owens with the United States Championship at this point. You know, I, I, there, there's there's nothing in you know. There's nothing more that Kevin Owens can do for that belt. So, hey, maybe he'll win it at WrestleMania and lose it the next night on Raw to somebody debuting from like NXT or something. You never know. Mm-hmm. You know, they could do something like that. Um, one of the one of the matchups that when I heard about it at first, and I was like, oh, this is going to be so stupid. But now that they've built it up, it's actually the one thing that I'm most looking forward to watching. And I, you're going to laugh out loud, but it's it's your boy John Cena and Nikki Bella taking on the yeah. Miz and his wife Maurice. Yeah, this, the promos they cute. cut, the promos uh, they cut, especially on Tuesday, have oh been phenomenal. So personal. It's un. It's it's it, they've literally taken every ounce of real life and put it on camera, and all four participants have done a wonderful job selling how believable this feud is. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Cena doesn't want to be on the mid card with somebody like the Miz, but let me tell you something, the Miz, he's been there for 10 years. His best work has been this with past Tom, year. Yeah. He's been great. He's been like the best, second best heel behind Owens mm-hmm. this year. And I think Miz has had a phenomenal year and this is a great payoff for him personally. As far as John Cena goes, he might not want to say he's a part-timer, but we all know he's a part-timer. He's a part-timer yeah. yeah, so it's like, and this is Nikki Bella's last match because she's going to take some time away because apparently her neck is still screwed up. And, hey, if you're going to be, you know, a multimillionaire leader of this Bella brand, why risk your health, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like her swan song. She gets to wrestle with her man. You know, it's, 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 it's cool. And it's going to be 
I'm I'm actually hoping it's a squash match. Like I really oh, hope oh, Cena oh. and Nikki destroy them in like two minutes. <laughs> and and honestly, you could see McMahon being totally cheesy about it and being like, "Look, John, here's what I want you to do: get down on a knee and propose to Nikki in the middle of the ring after you win." It doesn't have to be real life, just just for storyline purposes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that that gives that gives a real good conclusion to everything. You know, just 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 do it for me, John. Just do it for me. And then I, I could totally see him doing that, like finally, quote unquote, proposing to her. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 that'll tie up the whole, the whole "you'll world. never be married" kind of thing. You know, yeah. and I, I'm actually looking forward to it. You know, I think that's going to be really interesting. I, I will t- I will tell you this about John Cena. I think, you know, people knock him and his character and his persona as kind of being like superhero-like and not realistic. And I think that's that's almost like a trap, for especially when it comes to a lot of those wrestlers who are like internet favorites. And it's like you see this persona, and then, you know, when when you get to that persona – when when you're dealing when you know when you're dealing with like the underground and the un, you know those underground favorites those internet favorites they want to go to reality they want to kind of draw John Cena into you know reality and bringing up real life things that kind of you know put him in his place but nobody does reality on the mic like Cena you know you look at his mic work against AJ Styles against CM Punk against The Rock. You know, when 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 he's when he's getting into it with those guys, he has dropped some of his best promos. Yeah, and that's you know it's 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 almost like it's almost like a trap. It's it's, it's a booby trap because you know you want to get on him, you want to talk about the t-shirts, you want to talk about all the you know the merchandise, and you can't see me and the hustle loyal you know loyalty respect and all that. But as soon as that dude gets real, you know, that's, you know, that's the problem that, you know, a lot of these guys who kind of, you know, who criticize Cena and, and try to come at Cena, you know, like they, they talk about like how, you know, they get, you know, how he buries people. He buries people cause he's good on the mic. Yeah. And when you try to bring him in, you know, when you try to go down that road with him, you know, this that's the type of stuff that happens because he's so good at it. And, and and he's and he's gotten so much better in the ring over the last couple of years. Um his main event matches against guys like Kevin Owens, um, you know, he he's he's been he's just been and against AJ Styles like this past year, he's been incredible. Um speaking of AJ Styles there's a couple of matches on the card that I really just don't care about. Uh-huh. <laughs> Unfortun- unfortunately, his match against Shane McMahon, I could care less. Mm-hmm. In my in my opinion, you know, AJ Styles is a main event guy. He proved it. I mean, he had like one of the best first years of all time in the company. Rivals what Kurt Angle did in his first year. Um, Bray Wyatt as WWE champion, I love it. I love it. I love that they're shaking things up and putting the title on him. I'd rather see Bray Wyatt against AJ Styles, something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I understand why they did the whole Wyatt versus Orton breakaway thing, but all this Sister Abigail and burning down houses and you arson like, and... You didn't like the burning down of the house? No, man, just RKO of it in the ring like Daniel Bryan did when he turned on the Wyatt family. Like, it's just, I don't... 
I don't know, but like the, the couple the couple matches. I'll just run through a couple matches on the card that are in the I could give a crap about um, <laughs> category for me. All right, a, AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. I don't care. Seth Rollins versus Triple H. What I would care that? more if Rollins wasn't hurt two times in the last year. Okay. But I just I, I don't care. Uh, Neville versus Austin Aries. Sorry, but I don't care about the cruiserweights. They should have kept the cruiserweights in NXT. Um, Roman Reigns against The Undertaker. Oh, man. I don't care. They should have built it better. They should have built it better. Okay. I just I don't care. Like I'd rather see The Undertaker against somebody like Cena. If this is going to be Undertaker's last match, which is what I'm hearing, I'd rather see him face somebody that's a little bit I understand this is the passing of the torch, mm-hmm. and you know this might be the opportunity to turn Reigns full blown heel, but I just I don't care. Mm-hmm. The, the Intercontinental Title match, Dean Ambrose against Baron Corbin, I don't care. Um, unfortunately, I just I just don't care. Um, where's Samoa Joe? Like, why is he not on the card? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where's you know Sami Zayn lost in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal? They spent a whole year building up Braun Strowman. He's lost in the battle royal. It's like, you know, I'm just kind of disappointed at that, those kind of things. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you think about some of those matches? All right. Well, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Uh, I think right now I think the battle royal is building up to once to solidify Braun Strowman as a monster. Sure. I think Braun Strowman wins, like, convincingly. The you know the battle royal. I think, I think he does. I think he should. And the only reason why he shouldn't is if Samoa Joe ends up being put in the, in the battle royal. Okay. If Samoa Joe is in the battle royal, Samoa Joe should win. Okay. Or or this is I think Samoa Joe. If Samoa Joe is in the battle royal, then Sami Zayn should eliminate him somehow. Oh, okay. And then and because I I actually like. The Sami Zayn, uh, the Sami Zayn Samoa Joe feud. Although Sami Zayn's just taking way too many L's in that feud. Yeah, you know I, I like so. Apparently, I like. Apparently, I like that feud a lot more than they do because all Sami Zayn has done is is lose in that feud. But if Samoa Joe is in the battle royal, Sami Zayn uh, eliminates him. Okay. And then Braun Strowman can eliminate Sami Zayn. And okay. Braun Strowman is your champ. He or I shouldn't say champ, but the winner, he moves on. He's you know It kickstarts a dominant year yeah, for him. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think I think it's time to put the Intercontinental Championship on Baron Cor- Corbin. It's yep. time. Uh you know, I think SmackDown seems to be more prepared to move along and be more about passing the torch to young, pe- you know, young up and coming stars. So put the belt on. It's time to put that belt on uh, Baron Corbin. Speaking of which, it sucks and it's stupid that the SmackDown cha- tag team champs do not have a uh, match. Every cha- every championship is on the line. On at WrestleMania, except the SmackDown Tag Team Champs. Yeah, and I think that's stupid. That's dumb. I think the I think the whole idea of the New Day hosting WrestleMania and not having a match is dumb. Yeah, I I, I think that uh, it's, that's just dumb to me. 
Well, they, they're, the most, they're the most popular entity that they have right now, mm-hmm. and they have no idea what to do with them because they had them hold the titles for a year and a half. So it's like they just have no idea what to do with them now, and it's, I just have a feeling eventually they're going to end up splitting them up, which is a merchandise disaster because they sell more merchandise than anybody. But you're right. The tag team division on SmackDown from day one has been an absolute joke. It's been a bunch of okay tag teams, but now they're taking like the six tag teams they have on SmackDown and they're throwing them all in the Battle Royal. And the Usos and American Alpha are two like outstanding tag teams. I'd love to see them have some type of best two out of three falls. Um, or throw the Revival in that and have the Revival like debut at WrestleMania or something. I don't know. But they're, waste, they're wasting two of the best tag, probably two of the best tag teams they have on the entire roster. Yes, they are. And let me also interject by saying I absolutely detest the Usos gangbanger wannabe looking gimmick. Go back to wearing the colorful shorts, doing the the, the haka at the beginning of the, whatever you call it, at the beginning of the uh, of their entrance with the pyro and, you know, and the face paint. The sneakers looking like they, you know, the sneakers and the jeans looking like they just robbed the liquor store right before they came out. You know, that's, that's, that's dumb. You know, and it's almost, they, they, they look like, they look like Samoan crime time. Samoan crime time. That's, 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 that's what they look like. I mean, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. It's Grab like, your shorty and get your rolling. Yeah, I don't. I don't need that. You know, if if I want crime, if if I wanted to see crime time, I would see crime time. Yeah. You know, I I don't I don't want to see the Usos dressed up as crime time. Crime time, arguably one of the most racist characters in the history of WWE. Yes. Where yes. it's like, big let's on, just let's take two black guys and have them steal big, things. Yes. And yes. dress big like on, thugs, but big, that's not racist. Big, no. big on big on stereotype. <laughs> Big old stereotype, but huge on funny. I'm s- it's I, terrible. I, it's, it was terribly fun. I, I, you know, I, 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 underst- I understand everyone's criticism of crime time, and I think it's absolutely right. They were a very stereotypical, stereotypical sure. tag team, but I loved every minute of it. I wanted them to get. To, I, I thought when they when they were uh, John Cena's crew, I thought that would have been that was that that could have been one of the greatest face factions of all time sure but you know instead it was just one of the most racist characters of all time much yeah. much like bad news brown <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you one of the things that i'm kind of disappointed in uh for wrestlemania and i was and you know me i've been talking about it for two three years now but i've been all about the women's revolution with sasha banks charlotte and bailey and when they said that this raw women's title would be originally a triple threat with the three of them now it's a you know fatal four-way with Nia Jax I thought it would be like I'd be so pumped about it I'm not I'm just like so eh about the whole women's thing and it's a shame because they were red hot coming out of NXT like red hot and then they just didn't really know what to do with them those first six months then they had Charlotte and Sasha trade the belt back and forth five times in like five months kind of like the rock and triple H did back in 2000. And I was just so, I'm just so uninterested now. And so uninspired. I'm almost kind of bummed out. Like I just don't care. And these were three chicks that 
I was so high on, I mean, I was at NXT Brooklyn. I was at the first NXT Philly show when Sasha versus Charlotte was the main event and stole the damn show. Like everybody had everybody eating out of the palm of their hand at a house show. And, and then I saw Sasha versus Bailey steal the show at NXT Brooklyn two years ago. And it was phenomenal. And it's like, I just don't care. Like, I don't know what they did, but they just ruined it for me. And I'm so uninspired about both women's matches. Well, I'll, I'll, one, I'll, I'll put it to you. Like, I feel like they're shoehorning Nia Jax into this whole stere- this whole program. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm just not ready. I'm not ready for her to be a player yet where this is concerned. Second of all, I think it's, it's almost like it's like Owens and Jericho in the sense that you see what's coming, but unfortunately it's not the, the angle itself is not as interesting as Owens and Jericho in the sense that you see Bailey with the championship and then you see Sasha Banks trying to be all buddy, buddy, goody, goody with her. And you know, eventually that Sasha Banks is going to double cross Bailey so she can get her shot at the championship. And you know this is coming. You're waiting for it to come, yet it hasn't come yet. And it takes away all your, you know, it takes away all the excitement. And then you have Charlotte on the out, you know, pretty much on the outside looking in who needs to be involved in this somehow. So to me, I feel like, you know, I I feel like with the women, you know, they, they, they want to build up too too often you know they fall they fall back on just overall cattiness and it's like they try to you know they, they try to fall back and dial it back some in a way to bring they they want to dial back on the cattiness between the women only to find a better way to once again ram it down your throat and i feel like that's what they're doing here where it's like, you know, this could be this, if there was ever a situation where you could just have two heels that don't like each other, this would be it between Sasha and Charlotte. You know, it's like you don't need Sasha to want to be all buddy buddy with Bailey. Right. You know, you know, the one thing that you they've said about Sasha since she's been, you know, since she's been called up is how hungry she is and how much she wants the championship and how much she wants to be the best. So why would she be so buddy buddy and so goody goody with somebody else who's champion? That makes no sense. So if Bailey's the champion, if ba- you know, you need you want to build up Bailey as your third top female superstar she doesn't need to have a friend like sasha banks sasha banks should hate bailey and she should hate charlotte because she's hated charlotte since they got into the wwe sure charlotte and sasha are trish and lita they never need to be friends ever uh yeah i agree and it's it's just it's a shame because this women's division a year ago heading into WrestleMania 32 was red hot. I mean, the match, the triple threat match between Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky Lynch stole the show last year. Yes. And and this year, I just I don't care about either women's match. I really don't. I like Alexa Bliss. 
I actually kind of I, I popped on Tuesday night when Naomi returned. Yeah. I was happy to see her back because she's she's a different she's a fresh face. She's athletic. She's good. And it's her hometown yes, in Orlando. Exactly, so as a exactly. as a human being, I'm happy for her that she can get the payoff she deserves and perform in front of her hometown. You, you know, you, it's like people can knock Naomi all they want, but the fact still remains that she has still been a workhorse. She's still put in the work. She, you know, she finally. You know, what, I've I've heard people say that, like. And I'm not even sure if we talked about this on our show, but they talked about her winning the championship in February just because it was Black History Month. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I'm not quite, you know, I don't, I'm not quite sure I believe that because I think that's just unnecessary. You know, it's, I think she, she's good. You know, she she's good enough as she as she is, and as you know, one of the few African American female professional wrestlers, right? You know in WWE right now. You know, they're they're you know, they're bit there have been them in the past, but right now, you know, I I just don't think like that wasn't necessary. You know, that's that's a bone that didn't need to be thrown. Yeah. You know, but but nonetheless, she lost the championship due to injury. Throw her back in there. Yeah, all right. Oh yeah, throw her back in there. And yeah. I, and you know what? Like I'm rooting for her. I could care less about Becky Lynch. I could care less about Mickey James. I could surely care less about Natalia. She's like 55 years old. I want to see these fresh young faces do well. I want to see Alexa do well, Naomi do well, Carmella do well, Bailey do well. You know that I'm rooting for people like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's so funny. I was talking to my but you remember Edan, who's contributed to the show a couple times. Of course, of course. And I was discussing with him a couple weeks ago. I said, imagine a year ago at this time, the NXT takeover card in Dallas was stacked. American Alpha against the Revival, one of the tag team matches of the year. Um, Enzo and Cass were about to be called up. Shinsuke Nakamura debuted against Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn, that was his going away match. Finn Balor against Samoa Joe, unbelievably talented. Um, There were so, Bailey against Asuka, there was so much potential that was about to be coming to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Guys like Apollo Crews, you know, people like Alexa Bliss and Carmella and Enzo and Cass, and they've all, most of them have come up. Mm-hmm. And it's like last year's NXT card was stacked. Last year's WrestleMania card was stacked. And now this year, the WrestleMania card is very eh. And if you look at the NXT TakeOver card, with the exception of Bobby Roode against Nakamura, Ty Dillinger, the Perfect Ten, and the Revival. The rest of the NXT roster is kind of garbage as well, booty, if you will. Yeah, I think part part of the problem is for some reason they've gone away from stealing all their talent from Ring of Honor, and they've gone to stealing all their talent from TNA. And you know that that's that. I think that's part of the that's part of the problem right there. We need to go back. WWE needs to go back to who they're stealing their guys from. You know. But I just and, I just feel like it's it's I was so pumped about all these people to debut on the main roster and now a year later I'd say eighty percent of the people that I wanted on the main roster are there and I'm just not as ha- like inspired about them yeah. as I was you know like Nakamura is eventually going to come to the main roster it probably won't be till the summertime I'm hearing but like that's going to really hurt NXT because he's their biggest star. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, they already destroyed the women's division down there. It's, it's awful. And the tag team division down there, once the revival comes in the main roster, is going to be awful. It's like, and then you have these guys like Enzo and Cass. They've gotten lost in the mix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's it's just gonna be uh it's just gonna be I'm just not as I'm just not as I really thought I would I would be so jacked up about WrestleMania when when we got to this point a year ago when they announced it was gonna be in Orlando I mean I was one of the ones that was like I'm going I can't wait it's gonna be outdoors it'll be great you know and it's I'm well, just I don't, I, I, don't I, know, I, I don't know when WrestleMania will be in Orlando again but you know next time it's in Orlando we're we're, we're gonna go. Yeah, not well, just you, but 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 we're going to go, and we'll get it. We'll get into that a little bit more later. All right, but 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 first, as we put a a as we put a bow in this discussion, I am going to run down the card one by one, and I okay. want you to give your thoughts on, on who's going to win. On who's going to win? All right. All right. Yep. All right. Here we go. We're going to start with. The, the kickoff show. First of all, before we even get into that, we're talking a two-hour kickoff show and a four-hour show. Yeah, six hours of pro six wrestling. Six hours of pro wrestling, and then two, and then three hours the next day on Raw, two hours the next day on SmackDown, SmackDown. Yeah. and then NXT. Yeah, it's a lot, man. It's a lot of wrestling. That That is a lot of wrestling. But on the kickoff show, we have... A match you've already said you don't care about, but I still want your thoughts. Neville versus Austin Aries. Aries wins the title. Aries wins the title. He's, the, too, he's too big of a name to not have a title. All right. Then we go to Alexa Bliss versus every female that can wrestle on SmackDown. Naomi wins because it's her hometown. Naomi wins. All right. The fourth annual... Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And before you get into that, can you name the three previous winners? Sure. Uh, Cesaro was the first, Big Show was the second, and Baron Corbin was the third. Good job. All right. Now, who wins this year? Braun Strowman, just like you said. Braun Strowman. All right. Yep. I'm going, right. even though if Samoa Joe's in it, I like your thinking, mm-hmm. but I think I think they have to do, they have to continue to build Strowman as a monster because what I really want to see is Brock Lesnar against Braun Strowman. That would be oh, cool. Oh, boy. Okay. That okay. would be really, really cool. Okay. All right. So that's that's the kickoff show. You're yep. going to stretch those three matches over two hours. Yep. We get to the main show, the main Raw show. Tag Team Championship ladder match. Yep. We have Gallows and Anderson versus Enzo and Cass. Versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Who I got? I'm hoping Enzo and Cass win the titles. I think that would be really cool to see them as champs, and it would be a nice payoff for them. Um, what I'm really, really hoping happens is somehow the New Day get thrown into that match at the last minute, and they win the belts back. But I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen either. Can I say something that might inter- that, that that might offend people who love wrestling and love the internet? Go ahead. I'm so over the Bullet Club. Yeah, me too. I think the Bullet Club is overrated. And quite frankly... Uh, they have no charisma. Uh, the, the entire club. Not just not just Gallows and Anderson. 
I do like Finn Balor uh, on AJ Styles. Oh, interesting. Uh, on the Young Bucks. Uh, on Adam Cole. I don't and, even know who Adam Cole is. Uh, from Ring of Honor. Is he related to Michael Cole? No. God, oh. I hope not. Okay. But uh, the entire uh, – well, you know what? Uh, Cody Rhodes is in the uh, Bullet Club now. Oh, really? Yeah, but uh, – Dashing, dashing, no, Cody no, Rose. No, not not dashing, Cody Rose. Just oh, yeah. uh, uh, well, well, golly, I forget what nickname he's got. Whatever. Anyway, uh, in fact, I, I always thought the Beatdown Clan from TNA. Nice. I always thought they were better than the Bullet Club, but that's neither here nor there. If you you know if if you got a problem with that, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at bitw sports. But Intercontinental Championship match: Dean Ambrose versus. Baron Corbin, who you got? I agree with you. They got to put the title on Corbin because they need to start building some big time heels on SmackDown. All right. That brings us to Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens for the U.S. Championship. Uh, if I didn't know that Jericho was going on tour with Fozzie the week after WrestleMania, I'd say he'd have a better chance to keep the title, but it's Owens 100% wins the belt. All right. That brings us to. The Raw Women's Championship match. We have Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha versus Nia Jax. Well, early Vegas odds have Bailey as the favorite, but I'm hoping Sasha Banks turns on her and turn, turns full fledged heel again and wins the title. She needs an attitude adjustment to get her uh, her character fresh again. All right, in the first of. Old guys coming back to wrestle. Old guys that could be my father wrestling. Shane McMahon, who's almost Vince McMahon at this point, versus AJ Styles. Uh, Styles going to beat him. It's going to be a fun match with a lot of big spots, but Styles beats him. All right. Once again, following that up with old people wrestling. <laughs> Triple H taking on Seth Rollins. In an unsanctioned match. In an unsanctioned match. I think that match should be first. I think they should do it like they used to do back in the day with unsanctioned, when they would have unsanctioned matches where like they turn all the house lights off in the building and then turn them back on to kind of, you know, yeah, to kind of suggest, okay, you know, we've closed down our official show, but here's, you know, here here's this unsanctioned match. But who you got? Uh, I mean, I guess Rollins wins just because it makes sense to try to push him as a top baby face on Raw. But uh, I could see Samoa Joe getting involved somehow, helping Triple H win and setting up a Rollins versus Samoa Joe feud for the next couple months. All right. I like that. I like that. Okay. The power couple battle. Yes. John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. As, as much as I love everything The Miz has done this past year, and I think he's had the best year of his 10-year career so far, I think Cena and Nikki Bella, like I said earlier, they squash him in, in, in a short time, maybe like four or five minutes, and then McMahon's going to make Cena do something corny, like propose to Nikki. That's what I think. The Miz beats John Cena. Ooh. And then goes on to brag that he is 2-0 and versus Cena. At, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I like it. I like it. All right. Getting back to, to 
old men wrestling. <laughs> Somebody's grandfather, The Undertaker, versus yeah. Roman Reigns. Uh, I think it's the passing of the torch. Reigns beats him after some type of questionable uh, maneuver, like a low blow or a steel chair shot, a heel turn by Roman Reigns. He beats Undertaker. Continuing with old people wrestling. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's save that one for last. Okay. Let's get back to let's get back. SmackDown Championship. Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Uh, it has all the signs that point to Orton winning the title and getting one last title run because he's getting up there in age. But I'd like to see Wyatt win. And I don't really care if somebody like Eric Rowan returns and helps him win. I'm fine with that. Keep the belt on Bray Wyatt. It's something fresh. And I think the fans would appreciate that more than putting the belt on Orton. I hear you. I hear you. And now let's finish this evening. Let's finish today's show. Let's finish our our third annual WrestleMania preview with more old people wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, Goldberg. Bill Goldberg, a man who has been back in WWE for about six, seven months and wrestled a total of three and a half minutes versus the conqueror, Brock Lesnar. Well, uh, considering Goldberg has said in interviews this week that he's been miserable for the last six months trying to get himself in shape for wrestling and how his body's just not responding like it used to, and he's in a bad mood all day long, but he's doing it for his so his son can watch him. I hope Lesnar destroys him. That's my prediction. They put the title on Lesnar. Goldberg never steps foot in the ring as a competitor again. I know McMahon's very happy that he's, you know, come back and done this one last time, one last go-around, and made him a lot of money, but Brock Lesnar is like, Braun Strowman is like what Brock Lesnar was in 2002. A young animal of a human being that has unbelievable athletic talent. Lesnar's not what he was, but he's still a huge name. He still can get it done in the ring, albeit at a slower pace than he did it, you know, 15 years ago. But I want to see Lesnar in a squash, win the belt back, and start a dominant year with the title, and feud with some guys that you wouldn't expect him to feud with, like a Braun Strowman, like a Kevin Owens, like a Samoa Joe. I like it. I like it. I like it. Got no problem with that. So there you have it. Once again, the third annual WrestleMania preview from the best in the world sports report. If you agree, disagree with us, hit us up. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at B-I-T-W Sports. All right, before we, uh, before we jump out of here uh, on this segment, Triple V, you have an announcement to make, right? That's right, JB, and it, it's, uh, it's an exciting one, but it's also a, a sad one for me on, on many levels. Um, just a little trip down memory lane for our listeners. Um, about two and a half years ago, I had shoulder surgery, and as I was bumming at home, doing all my rehab, just hating life, you texted me and you're like, hey, everybody's getting these podcasts started. Why don't we start one? You know, we'll talk Philly sports. We'll talk wrestling. We'll talk whatever you want to talk. And it really was like the shot in the arm that I needed at that point in my life. And uh, when we started it up, you know, 
you and I were, I was working in the casino. Um, you were freelancing a lot. And then luckily, you know, you got a gig going with Comcast Sportsnet. And my goal all along was also to get into the TV business back into sports production on a full-time basis. Well, today I announce, sadly, that this will be my last appearance on the Best in the World Sports Report from a Pennsylvania perspective, as I've uh, taken a full-time job with the Golf Channel in Orlando. So I'm actually going to be moving to Orlando in a month. I will be working on their morning show called Morning Drive as an associate producer and also uh, remaining as a producer in their international department with their Chinese broadcasts. Uh, no, I don't speak Mandarin, but I have a great translation team that I work with. And uh, yeah, I'll be a Florida resident officially starting on about May 1st. And uh, I'm very, I'm very bittersweet move for me because I, I, my family's in Pennsylvania. I just became an uncle two weeks ago. Uh, my sister had her first baby, a little nephew named Roman, not named after Roman Reigns. Definitely not. I don't believe um, that. I don't believe it. <laughs> At all. And uh, but he he definitely on. he definitely will be a future WWE superstar. Why he was born on Austin three sixteen day. Nice. Um, yeah. Get, get uh, that man a Roman Empire T shirt. No, no, no shot at that. <laughs> um, but uh, you wait, know, wait, wait. It, does does the, does the boy have hair on his head yet, or is he still bald? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, does he have hair on his head yet, or is he still bald? Oh no, he's got more hair than I do. Not, yeah, not he came out. Black he hair came out with. He came out with dark hair, yes. uh, olive skin like my sister, uh -huh. but big big blue eyes like my brother-in-law. Oh, so. oh, boy. And he's, and he's he's big, JB. Get he's already nine pounds, and he's 21 inches long, and he's got hands oh, yeah. and feet like a baller. He's oh, going to palm man. a basketball. I oh, guarantee man. it. Get that man a Roman Empire t-shirt. Believe but, that. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's... It's been a hell of a ride. Um, I, I definitely want to thank you for, most importantly, getting my creative juices in sports flowing again. And I've had, I mean, I, I, it's, been it's been amazing. We, we started this with Justin Watson in his apartment. We have, you know, hundreds of followers on social media now. Um, people love interacting with our social media accounts, which you handle on a daily basis, everything we put out there has a lot of truth and a lot of heart in it. We, we, you know, we, we have a lot of fun. Um, but you got me out of a bad place where I was in my life. You got my creative juices flowing again. You got me passionate about wanting to work in the sports industry on a full-time basis again. And I just, you know, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart you know, you, you're an incredible talent in itself. I've known that from our days in Baltimore when you'd come hang out in the sports office with us. But to get to know you on a more personal level over the last two and a half years, to get to know your wife and your family, the people that don't know them, you're just an all-around great person. And for me to be able to call you one of my closest friends in life, for me, has been an honor and a privilege, but to work side by side with you on the best in the world sports report, get it up and running, get it to where it is today. It's, it's something that I'm very, very proud of. And I can only say this. I don't know where golf channel is going to take me. My dream for 15 years has been to work for Vince McMahon and the WWE on the production side. Again, 
If it gets me there, great. But if this best in the world takes off into orbit like you've predicted that it will, and I hope that it does, I hope that one day I can come back and work for you, my friend, and work for you, and we just we're, – we're, people are paying us to talk wrestling and talk sports and paying us big bucks, big bucks. That's what I'm hoping for, man. So thank you. Mike number two will always be Vince's Mike. All right. <laughs> you know, other people might speak into it. Other people might talk into it or whatever. But Mike number two is Vince's Mike. When we start, when we started the show, just like you said, you know, you, you, you were a little frustrated with where your career was. I was too. And I was like, you know, just me and you, you know, we had known each other a long time. So we watched a lot of sports together, watched yes. a lot of wrestling together, and it was just like, you know, two people who who love sports, who love Philly sports. You know, there it shouldn't we we shouldn't be on the outside looking in. So if somebody wasn't going, you know, if so, why should we when we know what we have? You know, I know you, I you know. I know the cre- you know the creativity that you have and the passion that you have, and it's like there's no reason for us to sit around waiting for somebody to recognize our talents. Sure. You know, we need why not create a lane for ourselves, and that's and, and that's what we did. You know, and, and we you know we worked on it, we built it up. You know, we 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 we, we put in put in the work, and it's and. You know, I think we got we have a good product. We continue to have a good product, and you know, our hope was always that it would help lead to something else. And for that, you know, and for you, it has happened. And I'm I am proud of you. You know, I'm I'm happy for you. I know, you know, like we're friends, so it's not like it's like the end of our friendship. Like we ain't never going to speak to each other again. Sure. You know, and I'm you know I mean I I don't I don't know just you know, how much golf you can watch in one day. So I'm sure, you know, you might have some time, you know, give me a call and, and you know, and jump on the air with me real quick, you know. So, and I, trust me, when, when the Eagles make the playoffs this year, uh, I said it, when the Eagles make the playoffs this year, I'll you. be, I'll be calling in for sure. All That's right. a guarantee. And, 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 and we will definitely, definitely hold you to that and when there's golf to be dis- and when there's golf to be discussed on the show and now that now, now that we have an in at the golf channel we will talk more golf on the best in the world sports report it, it, it's only right we have to yeah and it's you know it's something that i, I kind of always use best our show as my outlet like i I don't get to talk sports or wrestling with a lot of people. So it was always fun for me to come and do this. And it's like, I could see myself being down there in Orlando. I'm a golf fan. Yes, I am. Am I a golf fanatic? Eh, I don't know. I love the majors, but I'm not going to, you know, I don't, I don't watch every tournament every week. I'll be honest. But you know, when I want to get on the phone and talk college hoops, I'm calling best in the world sports report. When I want to talk Eagles football, when I want to talk SummerSlam, I'm calling, you know, I'm calling the show and and I'm going to, I'll pop my head in every now and then, but you know, people have known I have, you know, I haven't been on every week as I would have liked. Uh, These wheels have been in motion for a couple months now, me getting down there and, and I've been preparing for that and, you know, crossing my T's, dotting my I's, trying to make plans on basically moving my whole life down to Florida. But the nice thing is, is, 
I have the support of family, friends like yourself, former mm-hmm. coworkers, you know, people that have been on our show, like Amy Fadul, have yes. said to me, Vinny, when you have a chance to do something like this, you got to do it because these opportunities don't come about all the time. And, you know, as much as it's so easy for me to stay comfortable in the Lehigh Valley near family and friends and continue my, uh, you know, easy job at the casino and, and you know, dealing poker, I, I got, you know, I got to challenge myself and it's, you know, it's bittersweet, but I'm excited about it. I'm sad that I'm going to be leaving a lot of the people that I love and help me rebuild my life. You guys like you, um, guys like my, you know, my coworkers at the, at the casino, they've, they've really helped me rebuild a lot of things. My family members, you know, my parents have, you know, been, been unbelievable supporting me over the last seven years as I, you know, I had to rebuild my life when I had a real tough time down in Maryland back in 2010 and I had to leave. Um, but you know, it's, it's been a great journey. I only, I only hope good things for you too. And, and with, especially with this show, like I said, you and I had, this was a dream for us. We brought it to a reality. I feel like we did a really, really good job mm-hmm. and there's still more to come. And I feel like I said, I hope to God one day, the best in the world sports report is airing on <clears throat> uh, NBC sports right after the Dan Patrick show. <laughs> and, and, and you and I are kicking ass and taking names and making big bucks talking sports. Cause that would be, that's that that would be the ultimate dream job for me is just sitting side by side with you on a daily basis and shoot and shooting the breeze and talking sports. We will, we will definitely definitely work to make that happen. I I I believe I believe in that too, man. We can we can do that, man. Definitely, we can definitely make that happen. All right. Yeah, I, I, it was it's, it's I mean we we have two excellent personalities, especially on air, and uh, you know the people out there. I know they've recognized it, you know, on social media and listening to the show. And I just want to thank everybody as well for taking their time to listen to the show over the last two and a half years, three seasons worth, a lot of fun. Um, You know, I love it. I'm going to miss it for sure. Um, I just, you know, I feel like it's time for time for a new challenge in life and hopefully it brings good things, but I won't be a stranger. I promise you that. Definitely. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Gold